Hey everyone, welcome to the Autism and Special Needs Podcast where we talk about all things special ed and give you tips for your kids with autism. My name's Lauren and I am a special education teacher and I'm also the founder of Diverse Learning Hub, a website designed specifically for kids with autism and special needs. Today we're going to go into work refusal and how to get students to do their work who are refusing to. Um, This is going to be a quick tip for you and you can try to implement it and uh, see how this quick tip works. So a little bit of a backstory about me. When I first started teaching, I taught autism 6th to 8th grade uh, with 13 students in my classroom. They were all boys. They were super fun to work with. But a lot of them refused to do their work. I would give them a worksheet and they would tear it up. They would maybe just look at it, not do anything. Um, They would draw all over it. Um, They would do anything else but complete the worksheet. And this proved to be a real struggle for me in in my first year of teaching. I I didn't, didn't really know what to do to get them to engage with the assignment. Um, And I tried a lot of things, a lot of troubleshooting. Uh, But there's one thing that has really seemed to work for me and has has really seemed to help my kids understand how to do work time and time again. And it's worked across all grade levels. I've now taught kindergarten, everywhere from kindergarten to eighth grade, and it's worked on all of those grade levels. And this tip is first then first work and then reward first work and then play Uh, so we're going to dive into how to implement this um, because i know a lot of you probably have heard of this before but implementing it correctly i've i've seen it i've seen i've seen it work really really incredibly well Consistency is key here, and I'm just going to walk through an example of what this might look like. So let's say you have a student named John, and John is in third grade, and you give him a worksheet, and he just is refusing to complete it. He's drawing on it, you know, he's, he's not engaging with it. He's, he's not engaging with the assignment. You can create a first then card for John. Um, first work and then play. And that's what it says at the top. And then on the, the same card, it has um, a token economy system with five blank Velcro spaces that are designated for you to put stars on. Now, John really, really struggles with engaging with assignments. So he needs a lot of positive reinforcement. So every 30 seconds, he needs to be rewarded. So if he writes his name on his paper and he attends to the first problem, give him a reinforcer, give him a star. 30 seconds, you're working, good, you get a star. Once he goes through and he gets five stars for each 30 second interval of work, He gets a reward. He gets to play with his Play-Doh. 
or draw on a piece of paper or whatever really motivates John. And this is going to look different for every student. Some students might be motivated by a fidget. Some students might be motivated by a baseball card or drawing. You need to figure out what works best for your students with this. So John gets the first star, right? He, he, he earns it. He's attending to his paper. He writes his name. He does the first problem. 30 seconds. Great. He gets his first star. Then John looks around and and he's he gets rewarded, but he's he's still like, oh, like I don't he's not engaging. You need to um, tap the card and say first work and then play John first work, then play Do your work. And then he, he will most likely attend to the task again and time it 30 seconds. OK, great. Another star. Now John is seeing this pattern. If I do my work, I get a star. If I get five stars, I get the reward. The amount of time um, intervals that you choose to reward can increase over time. So maybe for one week, John needs 30 seconds and then he strengthens his work endurance. So then, okay, every minute now we're going to do a reward. Um, the amount of stars can also change. So maybe John really can't get to the five stars and he needs to start off with one or two stars to get his reward. You can shift these based on each child in your class and their needs. But to be honest, it might be a little bit of trial and error in the beginning. You're getting to know your students. You're getting to know should they be reinforced with time, like 30 second intervals, or is this student more motivated by they'll do three problems and then they get the star? You can tailor this approach to every child um, once you get to know your students and once you know what works for them. Maybe timing intervals works really well for John, but Emily really loves to do three problems and know that if she does those three problems that she's going to get her star. Um, so get to know your students and, and what works for them um, with this method. I'll give another example so you guys can really grasp this concept and start using it in your classrooms. So let's go to Emily. Emily, she struggles to do some work, but she she has a little bit more endurance than John, right? She's able to attend to work for a little bit, but then she gets distracted. So Emily might, um, and, and we know that Emily works really well with problems, right? So Emily might be able to get to three problems and then get her star. Um, and Emily actually, she doesn't need to be rewarded that often. So she actually has 10 stars that she needs to get before her reward. You see how this can be, this can be tailored to, to each student um, based on their performance. Um, and then throughout the year, you can increase the timing. So um, in the beginning of the year, Emily does three problems and then she needs her star. Otherwise, she'll lose focus. Um, but by the end of the year, maybe Emily can do 10 problems and then she gets her star, right? You can stretch out that endurance for your kids and start by constant reinforcement. Start by with John 
every 30 seconds he gets a star. But then a week later, every minute he gets a star. A week later, every minute and a half he gets a star. Oh, that was that was too long. He can't go a minute and a half. Let's go back to a minute 15 seconds, right? Get to know your students. You can challenge them with their endurance and they're going to build it up throughout the year, right? Working endurance is, is like a muscle and it gets strengthened with every exercise, with every workout. And the more that you enforce it um, and you enforce it consistently, um, it's, it's, they're, they're going to grow and, and they're going to build up more um, working endurance. I hope you guys enjoyed this quick tip first work and then reward. I th- I'd say the most crucial thing um, with this is to be consistent in the implementation, right? So that John knows every 30 seconds he's going to get a star. If if one time he's, he's, he's attending to his work for a minute and a half and he doesn't get a star, he's, he's going to get a little frustrated and he's going to, it can lead to, to um, being defeated, right? So really try to be consistent. Um, as teachers, you might kind of be like, "Where? how am I supposed to reinforce this for 13 kids in my class? Um, and that's a really good question. Um, it has to work for you too, right? So in my case, when I had a self-contained class with 13 students, I had two teacher aides and we did centers, right? And we had... Uh, three centers rolling that were supervised and uh, that gave us each the ability to um, to enforce this to reinforce our students um, pretty effectively and consistently because we we each had a small group of students that we were responsible for and I trained my teacher aides on this and they implemented it incredibly well Um, so it's it relies on trusting the other adults in your classroom to um, implement it to train them on this and um, if you have centers in your classroom this this system can work incredibly well and you, you can be responsible for um, in reinforcing a group of let's say four students and in, in being consistent with it right and if you're a parent and your child is kind of refusing to do homework you can implement this at home with your child um, first work and then you can watch TV or first work and then you get some iPad time and just maybe sit by your kid and give them stars for every few problems that they do be consistent with when you're giving the stars and be consistent with the reward and I I almost guarantee that this is gonna really help your kids work it, I've been given students that teacher said this this student's not capable of doing work they're they're not going to do work they don't like to do work a couple weeks of this method consistently reinforced the kids start to do their work right so try it out and if your classroom setting you're unsure of how to implement this please feel free to reach out to me I'm happy to talk to you about your classroom situation and and how you can implement this in your particular classroom setting or at home, whatever it may be.
I hope you guys enjoyed this tip and I hope it helps. And as always, check out diverselearninghub.com. It's a website that I designed specifically for kids with autism and special needs. We've got animated social stories, life skills lessons, functional math lessons, interactive activities, printouts, basically like everything that you could ask for as a special ed teacher um, for your kids with autism and special needs, especially those in like the cluster self-contained setting. This website is, is really going to help you out. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed and I wish that you guys have a great day today uh, and that your students will will start to start to work with this with this tip. Um, have a great day.